Pulse of Elkhart. This is On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 1019FM. Carl Stutzman, good to be with you on this uh, somewhat of a dreary Tuesday. Uh, don't let the skies fool you. It is much, much warmer than it was yesterday. Uh, get out there and enjoy yourself and have a little bit of fun. You know what you should do? You should go to downtown Elkhart and just walk around. If you haven't had time yet in a while, it's it's amazing. Uh, was down at the Riverwalk last week with my friends just to kind of have some lunch. Lunch, picked up uh, old style deli, gotta love the French dips over there. Walked over to the river walk, sat down, had lunch, looked over the new pavilion there. And you know, if 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 you haven't been around to see the changes that are happening, then you're definitely missing out. And all of these things combined to make us, well, a, a pretty great town to live in. We've talked about it at length on this program before. Uh, one of the things that you may have seen on social media is that Elkhart has found itself in the middle of a contest through uh, strongtowns.org. We are currently up against Bismarck, North Dakota. Now, I don't want to give away too much about the contest because I brought someone along who knows a lot about a lot more about it than I do. Uh, Ashley L. Sasser with the city of Elkhart. Ashley, thank you for joining us, and you wrote one of the blurbs for the city in this contest. It was really great to read. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. This is exciting. Yeah, so tell us about Strong Towns and uh, what exactly is going on here. So Strong Towns is a national movement uh, to help cities with progressive and innovative development. Um, they have a couple different pillars that they live by. One is uh, relies on small incremental investments, little bets instead of large transformative projects. So this contest is really a way to show how Elkhart is progressing and developing in a very innovative and and progressive way, essentially, and how we're how we're making. Um, low-risk, high-return investments in our city to help give us financial resiliency, um, long-term long-term investment goals, long-term development, and just solvency, really. It's, it, it, it's interesting to me that this comes up at the exact same time that we uh, were also featured in another national article last week as one of the uh, fastest-growing and uh, areas, uh, metropolitan areas with the most ongoing projects. Elkhart ranked second in its category, uh, I think behind only Savannah, Georgia. It just goes to show that there's a lot going on around this town, and we're catching people's attention. Yes, exactly. So another interesting thing that I found in an article um, a couple of weeks ago is that Indiana is actually very, um, it's ranked very high for opportunity, which is upward mobility, essentially. So the city of Elkhart, because of its uniqueness in industry, um, we've really been able to hold on to this manufacturing industry in a way that provides good quality of life and good wages. But now we're getting ready to evolve a little bit more into the tech space, into the ag- agri-hub space, um, getting get a little bit more involved into the arts. And we're actually implementing that into our strategic plans, into our development goals. And so all of this really comes together and being in this contest is a great way for our city to come together and show it and reveal the heart that we have to push us forward and get some national attention for all of the work that we're really doing so uh when you were approached about this and you know found out that elkhart was going to be in the contest uh, what was that process like what, what what sort of questions did they come to you with so I um, I actually heard about this contest, I think, in one of the subscriptions that I'm, I'm subscribed to. I'm subscribed to a bunch of them um, so I can stay up to date with what's going on nationally and internationally and locally and statewide for anything economic development. Right. Mm-hmm. So I received an article and um, read through it. And I'm like, wow, this is this is definitely something that we should enter. And so I entered. It's. Um, 
They ask very poignant questions specifically about like, what is walkability like in your city? What do you do? What, what has a city done to get people outside enjoying outdoor space? How does the city interact with small businesses? How does the city rate progress um, and quality of life? So they ask questions like that. And I answer them. What's your favorite thing about your town? Mm-hmm. Um, so I answered all those questions w- in partnership with Eric Trotter and John Hunsberger. Um, you might know of John Hunsberger from Vibrant Communities. Um, so th- they helped me answer those. Um, and then I and, and together we submitted we submitted the application. And I found out a couple days after that, that we were we, we were accepted and we moved on to the second round, which is this round currently called the Sweet 16. This and we're up against Bismarck, North Dakota. Bismarck, North Dakota. Now, I'm not going to throw any shade at Bismarck, North Dakota, but uh, it is North Dakota. <laughs> I feel like Elkhart shouldn't be having a problem with that. But two very similar towns as you're going through and you're reading the backdrop on both of them, uh, very heavily reliant on industry. Uh, both of them are in situations where when the economy takes a turn, usually those are some of the first, you know, we are some of the first cities mm-hmm. to get hit by it. A lot of similarities there, which is something I really appreciated about this because a lot of times you'll see these contests and they'll just kind of throw two cities together and you know or, or two things together that that don't belong but it really highlights that there are just a strong number of small towns that are doing well in this country and it feels good to have Elkhart on that list yes definitely I mean there are a lot of people I think in the millennial range that and and even outside of that but there are just a lot of actors right now nationally speaking that really care about the strength of our small towns um, and so there are resources like tactical urbanism by the way which is a great book check it out um, that people like myself that are involved in those strategic plans or decision making or just partnering with people that we consult with as well. We're all reading those books and we're implementing them in our development. So it is something that is being seen nationwide. um, And I'm so excited that our city has adopted that and is moving forward in that realm. One of the questions that was in here was, uh, how are you measuring success and progress during the pandemic? And I I kind of ask everyone that I interview the same question, Uh, you know, from your position and, you know, from, from your office, how are you guys measuring success in the pandemic, especially as you're planning to move forward? Yeah, absolutely. So I put out a survey a couple weeks ago. Um, it's on our social media. It's it's in my weekly bulletin that I put out as well. And we've had 17 small businesses respond to it so far. Um, but in that survey, I ask, you know, who has taken out a PPP loan? Um, if you don't receive any type of uh, city support or federal support, will you have to close down your business? Um, have you have you created a um, a a cash reserve, six months, three months. If not going through this, will you? So kind of like getting into even the thought process of how has this pandemic changed? Uh, What what are your employee retention rates like? What are your client retention likes? How has client behavior changed? And do you have the ability to adapt to that? So for more of our like retail and restaurant community, those are the questions that I asked them for our corporates, corporations are major ones. I mean, it's just a totally different scenario. So with that, it's like, okay, have you been able to hire more, more employees? What types of projects uh, did you have planned? And were you able to fulfill those projects or have they have, or have they had to kind of be put on the back burner until COVID has gone through? Um, Cause that will definitely affect 
acquiring more employees, possibly building new locations, new structures, and bringing in more manufacturing. So one of the things that I do is I handle tax basins, and that's a really great way for me to see, okay, who is still able to comply with these, who's applying, why, and what are they doing um, is a really good way to kind of measure the progress in our larger corporations here. Well, the city of Elkhart has done a lot of work uh, during the pandemic, I think, to proactively reach out and, and help businesses. And, and that didn't stop, you know, just last year at the height of the pandemic. You know, here even just a couple of months ago, you know, the city was unveiling new programs to help individual residents just kind of uh, get through everything that we're, we're all dealing with it. We all get hit, you know, at some level. Uh, but the city is definitely not unaware that people are struggling and a little bit of help goes a long way. Yep, absolutely. So uh, just recently, the Elkhart Urban Enterprise Association released their emergency relief fund grant. So businesses can apply for up to $5,000 if they're in the Elkhart Urban Enterprise Zone, which is fantastic. We have a small business innovation adaptation grant program, which is in line with the Strong Towns mission um, as well, actually. And that will be released in the next couple of weeks. And that's up to $20,000 for businesses in the city of Elkhart in general. So we're definitely doing what we can to support and provide for our businesses so that they can be innovative, adaptable, and just be able to stand on their own like franchises and major corporations can. Yeah, and, and a lot of it, I think, that that helps Elkhart be able to kind of uh, fight above its weight class when it comes to development and projects is the strength of business in this area. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not just the city. It's it's the county as well. Everyone is all in on, on making the area work because we know what it looks like around here when things are not going well. Yes, definitely. Um, this is really cool. During the winter time, or I'm sorry, during the holiday season, um, the Downtown Merchant Alliance actually came together with a little bit of my help. I just helped them logistically. Um, and together we put Downtown to You up, which was a Facebook page that allowed any of our citizens in the city to go on and place an order online and get same day delivery service, just like you would on Amazon or other or through other services online. So that was a great way to get our small businesses on that e-commerce platform and, and the ability to compete against Amazon. And, and they did that. That was their idea. They came together and they're like, we're going to do this for our citizens. And we acted quick and it was a success. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of heart here and a lot of community engagement. It's, it's wonderful. Well, I love everything you're doing. So I'm going to ask you the first question that is actually on the uh, survey. And I, this is a tough <laughs> one. I'm putting you on the spot. What is your favorite thing about Elkhart? Oh my gosh, this was such a tough one to answer. Um, so I really relied on my my personal things as well as John Hunsberger's responses and Eric Trotter's responses. So I'll just say all of them, or unless you want to know what mine is. My personal favorite, my personal favorite thing about Elkhart um, are the lakes and the rivers and the greenness. I, I I love that there's so much to do in the summertime. I love summer in Indiana in an outcart. It's I love kayaking. I like being on the boat. I like water skiing. I like all those things. Um, so I love that. And I love that we can we can go from one end of Elkhart to the other end of Elkhart on the river. <laughs> yeah, which is super cool. Um, but some other things that were mentioned actually from John and Eric was quality of life as well. So we have an extensive park system. Um, we have lots of festivals and then also affordability. It's very affordable to live here. Um, and not, you don't, and people don't have to necessarily go to college. In fact, they don't have to go to college to have a good paying job and to live a good quality of life. And so that's really significant. 
I agree with you 100 percent on all that. If I can, if I can throw my two cents in here, and this is going to sound cheesy, but I, I promise there's a reason for it. It's 100 percent the camaraderie of Elkhart. People that are from Elkhart will I I have met people from Elkhart just about everywhere in the world that I've been, and it's not not, not a whole lot of space that I've covered. But I, I've literally met one of my dad's former high school classmates on a on a trip to Disney World back in two thousand five, and and you know wow. what Elkhart there's there's some sort of some sort of weird connection that we all have, and that is my favorite thing. You can't explain it. You you know if you know, and that's about as about as best as I can explain it for you. Ashley, uh, we are out of time. I appreciate you jumping on. We are actually going to be talking next week, so I'll look forward to catching up with you more then. All right. Thank you so much, Carl. Ashley Elsasser, Assistant Director of Economic Development at the City of Elkhart. Appreciate her time. By the way, if you want to get on and vote for the City of Elkhart, strongtowns.org is the website. Uh, You have until the 18th, which would be Thursday, to get those votes in. We've got more coming up for you on The Heart, 1340 AM, 1019-FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.